You're now listening to the Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. Welcome to Garage Guys Fantasy Sports Podcast. It is the NASCAR, uh, I don't even want to say NASCAR DFS. It's, it's just, it's the race recap, Folds of Honor, Quick Trip 500 at Atlanta Motor Speedway. It's happened. It's over. The heartbreak, the tears, the breaking even. And uh, I, I hit a bet, but it wasn't a twin bet. And um, other than live bets, we're still dry, Dale still dry yeah um it's tough it's tough it's been it's it's been it has been difficult and it it, it is a huge disappointment as we were all on kyle larson uh it was the right call the right play he was a dfs uh fucking monster he's gone but you know he um that's kind of what old kyle larson would do with ganassi he'd lead a lot of laps uh, early in his career and he would kind of he'd fade uh, incredible stat, actually. Uh, that was his 10th second place finish at a mile and a half racetrack. 10th. And I guarantee you, in the majority of those races, he led the most laps and, and just fell off at the very end. And that's what he did today. How many of those races was Joey Logano lurking <laughs> around him when he finished second? Look, as much as I don't like Joey, um, that's we don't need to blame Joey. Like, yeah, he's he's super hateable, but like, the, the, the issue is with the aero package, and I'll, I'll go back to it over and over again when we see this kind of pro, with these kind of situations. The dirty air. When, when Kyle Larson got behind Joey, uh, Joey had a decent car. I mean, he, Kyle Larson was lapping the field, so he gets up to P14. The, the, the more cars he laps, the, more, the, the faster cars he's going to start dealing with. So he dealt with Joey, who was a top 15 car, and, you know, I mean, Joey's doing his job, you know. He's uh, trying to stay – he's fighting for his own real estate to stay on the lead lap. And, man, Larson burned up his tires along with the aero package. The, the dirty air being behind him just – it killed him. I mean, it killed it killed all his momentum and his late race speed. So, And that's what we got to say. So, for all you out there that, that want to blame Joseph L., it, I don't even – that was a Joseph L. move. That was Joseph L. big balling uh, because he knows how to work the car he works it to, we, we saw him block i mean he he was a plus 1400 winner for me last year we saw how he could hit that block real good and strong to keep to keep harvick away so he knows how to work that car to get what he needs to like what would you do if you were racing in the nascar series the cup series with this package what would you do you do what joey did he helped his teammate win Absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm not mad about ryan blaney winning i'm mad because i'm broke and so let's uh let's get that clear right off the bat it sucks dude this was a week where i felt so just strong you felt so strong and and even drew like we we all three were on kyle like kyle larson was our guy and there's a lot more we're going to unpack in this we've got voicemails let's go ahead and give the shout out to the sponsors always drip drop i see you got your drip drop over there you've been dripping dropping today well, we That's did in so challenging much, circumstances. Well, we did so much prep uh, before this actual th- this podcast. I drank it all, and I'm too lazy to get up and refill it. But 
the logo looks fantastic next to my uh, Jeff Gordon snow globe and my other little Jeff Gordon stock car on a on a on a little podium deal here. 1998 Chevy nice. Monte Carlo. But yeah, shout out to Drip Drop, keeping me hydrated. Another uh, another pretty wild Saturday night that I'm paying the price for right now. So yeah, so thankful for that. So it has good medical properties. So so big thanks for the medical properties that help people when they are recovering from challenging circumstances. Uh, you can go to dripdrop.com right now. Use promo code garageguys20 at checkout, and you can get the drip and rip it and drip it with the garage guys because that's what we do and how we do it. And it is also pretty fitting because every week so far this year have been challenging circumstances, and Drip Drop helps you overcome challenging circumstances. So – Good for Drip Drop. Good for them. We're, we're, we, are, we are proud Drip Drop boys. So rip it and drip it with Garage Guys. Go get yours. Garage Guys. Rip it and drip it. Rip it and drip it, baby. Yeah. So we're talking about ripping. Um, let's, let's just start off real quick uh, before we do get into these voicemails. We've got six voicemails to play, which is awesome. Shout out to the Garage Fam in the Discord and on Twitter. Um, I even put one out on Instagram. So I had some people. I think I had one person call from Instagram today, which is pretty dope. So if you follow me on Instagram at garage guy chase, cause that's literally my name everywhere on social media. Thank you. And you should join the discord along with everybody else. If you're watching this and you're not in the discord, you stumbled upon this, you know, like, who the fuck are these dudes join the discord and you'll find out. Um, you can just hit me up for a link and you can hit Dale up for a link or you can hit drew up for a link and we got you covered. Um, but uh, talking about today a little bit more, uh, I went and linked up with chef boy and uh, we, we kind of kicked it a little bit today, watched the race. And I, I did a cardinal sin because, you know, like obviously we were all high on Kyle Larson, but I was also excited about Chase Elliott. And I figured that, you know, it, uh, sometime or another, a driver is going to find a way to conquer his home track. And I was like, you know what? Hendrick's been being really strong. Chase has kind of had some shittier luck. This is probably going to be the day it turns around. He was starting P5. The stat was high. Of course, anytime we see Chase going to the rear of the field, I'm a happy guy because I know what's about to go down. And that happens. And then the shit luck hits him again. But I think that it wasn't his fault entirely. Um, I think it was my fault because I wore a Chase Elliott shirt today. And I never wear current cup driver shirts. It was my fault wasn't it just tell me well I, yeah it's your fault but you can't Fuck. hate you, you can't hate yourself for supporting a driver you know what i mean i um but you know how well, I'm i am not, I'm, I'm biased i just yeah. I bought that shirt before i started garage guy you know what i mean like that was oh, when, it's a good looking shirt there's number 24 the yeah. darlington so it is a throwback at least it's a throwback that that shirt is a number 24 right when he was yes or, yeah i like the baby blue darlington car he ran yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a great paint scheme. No, and, and really, Elliot just didn't have it. He just didn't have it at all. But he hasn't um, had it in the past couple of races. I feel like where where Byron and especially Bowman today coming like coming in hot, dude. You guys were on Bowman as well, dude. That was a close one. If you guys would, I know that Chef, I think Chef Boy had him top five. So that bad. I, I yeah, that was a good hit. I think that was a, a times four hit. I think he had one unit to win four. Yeah, but I. I I was big on Bowman and Kurt Busch, but I was trying to um, – I was just trying to manage my right. unit count, and uh, Bowman ran top five, and I almost had him top five with Kurt, but I decided to go with Kurt because he was 
he was I knew he'd have a rocket ship and then he gets wrecked by Denny Hamlin. So yeah, you know, dude, just, Bowman had a top three, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He, he ran third. So and then Kyle yeah, Bush was right there in fifth. Yeah, Kyle was fast. Kyle was fast. But one more point about Chase Elliott. You know, I, I think we can start saying that the go to the rear for inspection failures or unapproved adjustments is not an indication for him anymore because no, what it seems like to me, he's lost their team has like a really bad hangover. Uh, and uh, they've lost a, a huge advantage compared to all their teammates. I mean, their teammates have caught up big time and they're out racing him week, week to week. So um, real interesting about Chase today and throughout this whole season. I don't know if we need to get too, too like gung ho about Alex. I mean, Alex just runs really well at the intermediate tracks. We know that much. So I think if we see a couple more like really good runs like this out of Alex Bowman, I'll be convinced like, okay, like, yeah, like we're here. Because everybody has been waiting for him to like really like take over that forty eight and shine. They, you know, they, a lot of the Jimmy fans out there, they're like, yeah, they, they're they're Bowman guys now. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Yeah. So it's uh, it definitely w- was good to see him do that. And I, I mean, we we knew Hendrick was going to be strong. We knew Larson was going to be strong. So yeah, I don't know. It's uh, it's worrisome. I'm still going to believe that that next week I'm not going to wear that shirt, but it's also the Bristol Dirt Race. So. We got our work cut out for us this week, and I'm really excited to, like, I'm going to start digging really heavy uh, early on this week because there's really nothing to dig into. So I'm just going to just make up a bunch of, like, fake stats and shit and just, like, go, like, off the walls, dude. I'm going to go straight, like, Pepe Silvia from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I'm going to have, like, Charlie Kelly stringed up stuff all over the walls. Like, I'm going full blast for this weekend. But – um. I will say just keeping it here, man, there were definitely some some shock factor uh, to this race. I mean, to your point, me and you were texting earlier, and I was like, dude, I did not, like, see Ryan. I feel like that was just me sleeping on Ryan Blaney because I was like, dude, Blaney's, like, he's up there. I mean, he wasn't a big DFS player because of, like, he didn't have a whole lot of points, and he, he didn't lead a whole bunch of laps because Kyle Larson took care of that. But, uh, dude, Blaney just sneaking up like that at the end was uh, – it's awesome for, for Brian Blaney. I, I love the fuck out of Ryan Blaney. Dude's awesome, and, and I love to see him win. Me too. It's love better it. when I have my money on him, you know, so. Did I – so I bet on him a lot last year because he was so consistently fast at the mile and a half. Yeah, and we had – when we had texted about that, um, you said you were surprised by Blaney, and I said I am not surprised at all. This was in stage one, I think, because he was running the top five. You said it, you you thought the big surprise was him running up front and Logano and, and Kez struggled all day, his teammates. But I'm not surprised by that because of how good he was at the mile and a half last year. I did not think he'd have enough for Kyle Larson um, at all or just the Hendrick cars in general. But um, if you look at the data, you know, it really supports how fast he, he's been in places like Texas, Charlotte, Las Vegas, uh, and today at Atlanta. So – I think it just has more to do with like him not winning a lot. That's probably what death. And I think that takes, that takes hold of a lot of people. People get caught up in the wins and, you know, you, you kind of, you kind of don't really get to look at the guys that, that you know, finish second or fifth. Cause you know, people keep the Ricky Bobby mentality. If you're not first, you're last. So, you know, that's how it usually goes. But uh, Chris Busher finishing in the top 10, I think that it's safe to say that it, we need to be keeping an eye on him at every intermediate track moving forward. Uh, Charlotte, I think he's going to be fantastic. This track is a lot like Charlotte. So, you know, the, the quad oval. So I am really going to dial into him. Newman finishing 13th was huge. 
Um, and a lot of our picks, dude, did really well. Like I, I wrote up, I wrote up Larson. We did Larson the preview video. We did Truex, which was like kind of mediocre. Like I mean, he he he, he so about, mediocre, so mediocre. Yeah, just that, yeah. that was a surprise. That was definitely a surprise for me. But dude, before before I submitted my article like last night, like before I got all my stuff done over the weekend, I sat back and thought like, if there is like. I was like, I think Truex could pull a two-peat, but then the more I thought about it, I'm like, Truex in Atlanta, just, I don't know, it, just, it doesn't seem right this year. Like, it doesn't seem there. Because when I was writing up Kyle Busch in my premium picks, I was like, okay, like, yeah, I think that Kyle could be the guy that really does go from 19th to, like, get and run up front. And he did. So was good there. Uh, Chris Bell was a big dud for me. And for a lot of people, because I know a lot of the garage fam kind of like trusted that because that one lineup we built that kind of worked. And uh, Stenhouse proves his consistency yet again, even though me and you kind of debated on whether that would be a thing or not. I'll give you that one. You, were, I was, I was pretty wary about him, and you, you were pretty spot on on that. Um, Truex is so disappointing because I had put out a great stat in that previous show. Uh, six straight top tens in Atlanta, three straight top fives, a lot of laps led. I mean, it's just – it's a weird year. It is a weird year. He right? came through but, with the top ten for us, though. Right, but he wasn't – he ran outside the top ten a lot, 11th to 15th, wasn't a, a contender at all up front. Yeah. Now, I want, I'd love to talk about Chris Busher because uh, Roush, between him and Newman, has really struggled at the mile and a half since his aero package debuted in 2019. Uh, so two years of struggles and we saw busher come out and just dominate the first half of the race at homestead which was a sign and everybody's wondering is this a fluke is this a fluke i think today was um today was our indicator that it, it is not a fluke that they they've got some speed they're there's yeah they've got some speed they've put the work in and they're starting to there's they're starting to come back on getting better finishes um so yeah definitely looking out for chris busher had you know when you go to these sister tracks like charlotte and um, even Kansas, uh, even, I mean, Michigan's pretty close to what Homestead is. So, you know, these 1.5 and, and just the intermediates on the schedule could be, could really pay off for these guys and for anybody that wants and to LeBron, bet on. And LeBron's there now too with Roush, with Fenway Sports. LeBron versus Jordan. LeBron versus Jordan has penetrated NASCAR. I, I, who would have thought? Who would have thought Beautiful. that was ever even this is fucking possible, dude? Yeah. Jordan this versus LeBron. Yeah, this Insane. is the sport that, that happens. And then yeah. uh, Mayweather's coming in next year, supposedly. I mean, we've, they've had that rumor forever now, the the money team. They right? have – yeah, and they actually have put on their site and taken it back down and put it back up that their team is is coming, and we don't know when. We were, they were supposed to enter the Daytona 500 last year. They were in talks of entering it this year. They were in talks of entering a race late last year. I think it was at Phoenix or Homestead of – maybe Homestead of 19 – I mean, yeah. it, I don't know. I, don't I actually know what happened. Happen. I actually know what happened. So whenever the uh, whenever NASCAR handed the stacks of paper to Mayweather, he couldn't read them. So <laughs> he he was like, he immediately got scared, and he just like was like, we can't do this anymore. Like Good setup. Good setup. Could find somebody to to read it to him. So yeah, hopefully no, we can get an interpreter. For uh, for for maybe we should be the guy that reads stuff to Mayweather. That'd be cool. I'd like to read him books and documents and stories. I give that a, an eight, eight, and an eight point five out of ten. That was pretty damn good. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, I, I heard first. that's what happened too. 
All right. So before we get to the voicemails, the last thing I want to talk about, I feel like this is the most, it's like, I feel like it's already passed for me, but like, I think today was the realization factor. And I think it really sunk in for people today. Kevin Harvick is not the same Kevin Harvick. If you have not figured that out by now, then you need to literally like go and, and, and find a way to wake up from this dream that you're in. I don't know what you have to do. Like go hire a shaman or some shit. I don't know. Like wake the fuck up. SHR does not have it figured out yet. It's just, it's just not, it's just not his year. I said it in the beginning of the season. I'm not getting off that box. We're not going to know when this changes. This is just going to, it's ran, a random race is going to happen and he's just going to come to life. And that may not even happen because all last year we said the same thing about Kyle Bush and right at the ass end of the year, he won Texas. The same kind of shit could happen for Kevin. It's just, it happens to veteran drivers, but I don't necessarily think it's a Kevin issue more than it is a team issue. It's a car issue because he is constantly ripping off top tens in these shitty cars. He's still yeah. a great driver. He just, the equipment's shit right now. Yeah. I, uh, that's when you started that off, I was going to, I was going to start my spill here with, let me, let's rephrase that. It's not Kevin Harvick is not the same Kevin Harvick. It's uh, the number four team. The number four car is not the same number. Four SHR car. team. And Stuart Haas in general. Yes. Uh, it's been really strange, but we've talked about it. Mike Joy talked about it. Um, lack of testing and wind tunnel time has really let these other teams catch up to them. You got some inexperience there with, I mean, Custer's in his second year. Chase Briscoe's in his first. Uh, Al Marola has been so bad, so, so bad this year. So I, I don't know yeah, when it's going to turn. If you don't chill, dude. Yeah. Oh, dude. I, he He's getting there. He's definitely getting there. But, no, I mean, it, it, it is a surpriser. And I think you're right. They're going to come out. He'll come out and win at, like, Bristol or Martinsville, somewhere that Harvick wouldn't ordinarily win at, even though I know he won Bristol last year, but his averages aren't the best there so no it's it's um they're in trouble right now they're in trouble and you know they they got to figure something out quick so yeah they and I, there's so many rumors that are going around right now there's so much stuff out there i mean you don't know it's just like i said i just really feel like they're going to just come to life and i actually tweeted out earlier uh that um watch harvick win the bristol dirt race like i just feel like that's something that would happen that's like he, he's, he's horrible okay. on dirt, never raced dirt, and he's just going to win the dirt race. Based on like, how this, based on how the season has gone, you 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 might you might be onto something. I will have I, I will have lineups it. with SHR, dude, for the dirt race. You bet your ass, dude. Tony Stewart, he owns Eldora, dude, loves dirt, bro. It's just like they're going to make sure that something is different. They can't get the wind tunnel shit figured out, so why not go to the race where not a lot of shit matters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I mean, it would be the perfect the perfect scenario based on how twenty twenty one. There's gone, no pit so. crew. There's no pit crews at this race. I just found that out. There will be no pit crews at this race. Yeah, they're doing. Um, and most dirt, most races on dirt do this. Actually, I think all races on dirt do this. Not they do. Uh, not a what are they called? Competition pit stops or non competition pit stops where yeah. you have breaks and you everybody comes in and takes like five minutes or whatever, a minute, and there's no big race off at road or anything, which is just how dirt goes. So I'm not – I think some people, were, some people were fussing about that, but it's that's, that's all dirt. I mean, that, that's just how dirt racing is uh, for the most part. So I don't have an issue with that. But that is that is an interesting dynamic, though. Yeah. I don't know what to expect. It's just going to be a complete clusterfuck shit show. I mean, I – Just dudes gripping wheel 
just going round circles. 200 be, laps, man. It's going to be awesome. I'm so pumped for it. But for, from a betting perspective, stuff this weekend for this. Like, I, I think I think that we should make this a fiasco. We should we should have a, a big shindig for this weekend. Yeah, I wish I could be there, but tickets sold out so fast for that whole weekend. I yeah. mean, it, it's going to be a great event. I mean, it could be a complete disaster for NASCAR. Who knows? It's going to be, it's gonna be, gonna be crazy. Even if it, it is a disaster, it's going to be a success. I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm concerned about how the cars are going to drive. It's going to be, I mean, we've stock cars haven't raced. <laughs> They're going to drive yeah, yeah, I know. What I'm concerned about is the cars referring to uh, cautions. How many are we going to have just spin after spin after spin after spin just disrupting the flow of the race? Probably. I think that would not be cautions. good. I don't know. Mid race, the spirit of Fireball Roberts is going to just come in the middle of like of like the last great Coliseum. He's just going to float down, and he should last dirt race was get this shit out of here now. There ain't no cautions, no pits. You just go, motherfuckers, go go. Like I bet, I bet you guys didn't expect to hear a Fireball Roberts reference. And there's probably some people. uh, There's probably some people that have no idea who that is, or even would, would probably think that's a fake name. False. It's Fireball me. Roberts, Fireball Roberts. NASCAR legend. Yeah. We go, so your go grandpa. But we talk, you bring up Fireball Roberts, the last NASCAR Cup Series dirt race, I believe was in 1960. So, I mean, or either 60 or 70, but uh, it's going to be a shit show. I don't know what to expect. It could be a great betting. It could be, I mean, it's either, there's no in between on betting. Your, your, your ceiling is like ungodly high. And then your floor is like so fucking low. I mean, it's just going to be – it could be a disaster or a gold mine. I mean, I don't, I don't I'm know trying to figure out how to prep it. for it. I don't know if I'm going to do a lot of two-win bets, but I'm definitely going to look at props, and I'm going to go super heavy. Like, I might take my betting budget and just dump it into my DFS budget because I'm going to play a shit-fuck ton of lineups because I'm convinced the Talladega strategy, the super speedway strategy, is going to work at this track. I'm convinced. And probably we're going to walk away this weekend with a shitload of money. I hope so. I really hope so. We we, cup series has been hot and cold, so we need to get back on track with it. And yeah, this isn't the better way to do that than something that's never been done in our life. Right. Oh man. Yeah. It would be, it would be something special. I'm looking forward to it. I might lose and have to, uh, have to pull out Mm -hmm. a, pull out a loan or remortgage my house after Sunday, but it's going to be fun. Yeah, I'll get you my guy's number after I do that tomorrow. Perfect. Uh, so, yeah. All right, Ryan, thanks. Appreciate you. Love you, guy. Um, so, let's go ahead now. We, we've, talked, we've talked Atlanta. We've talked Bristol. Uh, let's see what some of our, uh, our, our garage fam have to say about today's race. Answer some of these questions. And, uh, and yeah, we'll go from there. I figured uh, we had we're one caller. too long to hear this. Too long. Yeah. So we're going to play these and then that's a wrap guys. And we'll be back for Bristol dirt race content, but let's start it off uh, with this car. I don't think we have a name for this one. Uh, let's see what they have to say. Okay. What's up garage guys. It's Connor here. I see a lot of people on Twitter talking about Kyle Larson deserved the win. He dominated all day. Lap traffic wasn't friendly. But Blaney managing his tires better in the first half of that run made all the difference. Blaney having more speed after that last pit stop made Larson push harder than he could end up costing him. While Blaney managed his tires and earned that one hand down. Only left that counts is the last one. All right. Except, for, 
except for DFS. Every lap yeah. matters. But I'll start with this one, okay? So um, I did hit a live bet on Ryan Blaney um, because I noticed something in the later stages of that race. With about 65, 70 to go, um, I, I noticed Blaney was able to eat into that lead a little bit, lap after lap. So I was thinking as a track might change, uh, I wasn't considering, you know, Larson wearing out his tires, you know, but I was considering that they had really tuned up Blaney's car to where it was competitive and live money line. Kyle Larson was minus 800. When I bet on Ryan Blaney, I try to get it at plus 800. And as I punched it, it was at plus 650, which is fine. Uh, big day, big hit. But yeah, at the end, you know, I, I attribute the, the worn tires because you could hear him on the radio talking about, um, saying tires are shot but the biggest thing is the tide really turned when he got behind Lagana. we talked about that um i don't know if blaney and who knows maybe blaney was managing his tires really well i mean the speed was was i mean he was so much faster than kyle there at the end it was a no contest once he got beside him so um in this case you know he's right last laps all that matters it, it that that's what pays the big money for these guys and blaney got him yeah, if you're if you're just straight betting, absolutely. If you're playing DFS, Kyle Larson, he fucking he went all for us today. So oh, he ran the table. Yeah. yeah, so it always sucks right there in the end. The heartbreak always hits you. But uh, Connor, appreciate you calling in, and I uh, hope that analysis was good for you. So thanks for the you, question. Connor. You had sound. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. You had sound today. I didn't have any sound where I was at. I didn't even get to hear the race today. So. I don't think I'm going out on Sundays anymore ever again. I just, I need to be, I need to be in front of a television or at a track. Like that's the only two things. All right. Heard that. I like watching races by myself sometimes when I have a lot of money on it. So I understand that. Want to be, yeah. I just want to be a recluse. Okay. Uh, let's see. Next caller. Uncle D. Uncle D is called back. We all, we always, we always love it on Uncle D. What are you looking at? Uh, it's the end of this Oregon State game. I don't have money on it, but it's getting at the end. I just you, I hope nobody minds me kind of turning around and just shout out to a glimpse. Shout out to Oral Roberts. Oh man, fucking Oral Roberts. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, Got all right. that. Uncle D, here he is. What's up, dude? It's Uncle D coming to you live post Atlanta. We went to the Dirty South and we went fucking racing. I lost a little. I won a little. My bags aren't looking great, but we're Fucking still going to the moon. We're going past the moon. We're going to Mars. Uncle D, Dirty D, whatever you want to call it, we're going, baby. Let's get it. Uncle D. Our Dirty D. Whatever you want to call him. Whatever you want to call him. That, that's what the man says. Uncle Dirty D. Dude, thanks for calling Uncle Dirty D. We appreciate you. Said post Atlanta. See, that that's just like every time he calls, it's like it's never really about anything or a question. It's just there's like no he, substance at all. He's it's glad just... to be here. <laughs> he's just happy to be alive today, and he's happy that NASCAR exists. We love that. We love that energy. Thank you, Uncle D. Dirty D. Uncle Dirty D. Dirty Uncle D. How about that? Let's combine Uncle, them. Double combination. D. Uncle double, D. double, double, uncle, dirty, double, dirty, dirt, double, uncle, yeah, double, dirty, uncle, D, yeah, like Durr, Durr, it's yeah. his name is Durr, Durr. Okay, um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you got that from, but just go ahead. Come on. Who knows? Let's um, get the next one. 
All right, let's see. Next call, uh, Nighthawk from from the Discord. See, all you people Nighthawk. aren't in our Discord. Like, you have no idea what goes on. You have no love, idea. So, love me some Nighthawk. We man. love Nighthawk, man. Shout out to Nighthawk. Big friend D- of the show. Dirty, Uncle D and Nighthawk, man. Just two guys living life. All right, here we go. Hey, boys. It's Nighthawk here. Chase, appreciate you putting the number in the Discord so I could get that. Lost it on my napkin. Four things to say here. Number one, Tyler Reddick, if I see you at Cheddar's, I'm slapping your burger out of your hand and I'm eating your fucking french fries. <laughs> Two. My man. Ryan Blaney, plus 1,200. Big, big time lifesaver because DraftKings absolutely bent me over this week. <laughs> three. Big time number three here. I got issues. I got issues. And my issues are with Tyler Reddick. So we're going to have to figure this out, Reddick. Me and you, bare knuckle brawl. I'm coming off the top <laughs> rope, buddy. Listen here. I'll see you a couple Sundays from now. Bye. That man Love had a whole third that. point, and he just forgot. Yeah. He was so mad about Tyler Reddick. <laughs> he had a, two bullet points about Tyler Reddick. Yeah, I want to I want to talk about this wow. one. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take this one on the jump. Nighthawk, thanks so Thank much you. for calling in as always, dude. Uh, always a good time and a good laugh, man. Um, so the uh, the start off with the Blaney thing plus twelve hundred. He bet that on Wednesday. I found out, which was dope. So I mean, dude, that's a huge hit for him, man. For him to make that call that early. So uh, congrats on that, man. Always glad. Even though we might not have got the bag, like if the garage fam gets the bag, we get the bag. So we're, we're happy. Um, it's just, I might have to call him to get him to take care of some things for me with the bag. So we'll, we'll holler at you, Nighthawk. Um, but uh, the Tyler Reddick deal. Okay, so obviously I played a lot of Tyler Reddick. Uh, it was a bummer. But, dude, his car was fast. His car was fast off the hop, dude. RCR looked decent today. You saw what Suarez did. Uh, Austin Dillon looked pretty decent as well. Dude, if he wouldn't have gotten, like, in the wall in the very beginning of the race, dude, I easily think Reddick, we would have seen him with a top 15, like like I had wrote about, like I had said. Um, still funny that you want to see him at Cheddar. So, Tyler, if you happen to see this, uh, yeah, holler at your boy Nighthawk. Uh, he probably will not – be wanting to watch any Star Trek episodes with you. He would probably be very upset. So we got to make that happen, dude. We got to for you. We got to make that happen. That would be electric. I'm sure Tyler. I'm sure Tyler's gonna love that one. Yeah, Tyler's got to love that one. But a dog also, in the Nighthawk. Just two go. guys duking it out in a Cheddar's. I can already see the promo. I already see the promo. It's no, hell. so yeah, that's an insane hit. And like I said, you know, we talked, we touched on it. I got Blaney live, so it, it, it helps, you know, uh, but it wasn't on my original card. But that's a huge hit. Like, he just had some kind of intuition about Blaney so early in the week. I mean, that that's awesome. Uh, yeah. Plus 1,200, dude, which honestly, like I said, man, like the mile-and-a-half deal, his speed is was so good last year. I think he that's a great value pick. If you did the research, that is an insane value pick. So congrats to Nighthawk. Massive hit. Uh, very proud. Very, very proud. Very, very proud father right now. 
Yes, thank you, Nighthawk. You did it. Um, I think you had like 79 DraftKings points too. So uh, completely just missed that. Just missed that completely. That was that. That's where Chris Bell was. Should have been Blaney. Yeah, put it that well, way. Gibbs didn't have it today. Didn't Thanks he, for murdering my lineups, Kyle, Chris. Okay, but okay, uh, we got three more voicemails, and two of them are from our our guy Wes. So Wes likes to leave these messages here. Uh, he, I think he had a forgotten thought. So let's see what Wes has to say. Garage time. What's going on, man? Let me let me tell you that there's a reason why you don't look at your lineups in the middle of a race. Because <laughs> this guy here played light, like ninety bucks, and for like forty five minutes, I was looking at like seven thousand dollars with Kurt Busch running the, in the top ten, <laughs> and then it crashes. Man, you want to talk about heartbroken? But, hey, that's racing. Shout out to uh, the chef. Awesome job on the tears. Except for the Truex and Harvick, not so much, but I get the reasoning. One thing we learned today, Harvick, he's fading. It's, like, it's, it's clear that they're the evidence. It's like the results just ain't been there. It happens to every cup driver. But the two best cars... Going right now, Ryan Blaney and the man, Kyle Larson. You can't discount that man anymore on any race whatsoever. That dude is the man. But all in all, even though I had 65% Truex, it still turns $90 into 215 So that's a solid day. I'll take it. I don't know what the hell I'm going to do with that clusterfuck dirt race, but we'll figure that out later. <laughs> anyway, y'all have a good night. Let's get ready to uh, rock and roll and make some money next weekend. Have a good one. All right. So before good energy. Played, good energy. He did, yeah. So glad, glad that he got a little bit of money salvaged before we even played the second one. I don't even think we really talked about Kurt Busch. Kurt, yeah, I just he, remember opening my phone today and just seeing these messages like, like, are you there? And then you're like, I looked up and I see like <laughs> Kurt Bush and I'm like, oh shit. Like, a lot of F-bombs. He completely F-bombs. like, dude, that was a tragedy. That was a big tragedy for a lot I of made, people. I made one lineup, one DFS lineup, and it was so good. You're an idiot. Uh, why the fuck would you make one lineup dude i just i don't know i I felt really good about this one and you know i'm more on the straight betting this week trying to manage the straight betting uh budget with the dfs budget is is uh it makes sense for you it makes sense i'm more of a straight better on the cup side at least i only do like one lineup for trucks and xfinity so i guess it's fair game i I guess yeah 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 you, you understand but no i um Kurt was in it. I had Larson. I had Byron, Newman, Busher. Uh, who was my fifth guy? I had, I had a top – someone that was a top scorer. And then Kurt Bush had negative 22 points, and I still placed in the money on the uh, 10K con- – or 100K contest. Like, with a guy that had negative 23 points, and it wasn't his fault. Denny Hamlin just fucking dumped him on a restart. Uh, chain reaction, uh, you know, accordion effect kind of deal. But – I loved Kurt. You know, I was big on him in the straight bets and on DFS. 
Um, he ran so well here last year. And he, I knew he was going to have a rocket ship today. He's been, he was so fast at Homestead a few weeks ago. I think that was a good indicator of what we might see going forward. And uh, there's no doubt in my mind he, w- he would have run top five. No doubt in my mind he would have run top five had he not gotten wrecked right there. I mean, he was so fast. So that's tough. Um, what? Well, we got a second voicemail from Wes, huh? Oh. Yeah, anytime you open up. Yeah, that's the golden rule, though. Yeah, you don't open your DraftKings app. Like, I don't really get superstitious, but I know a lot of people do. So it's like, yeah, when you see 7K on there, that just more of like hurts your – like you get stabbed in the heart, dude. Because you can like, only go down from there. You know, you can only go down from there. So you just – yeah, and the superstition factor that I suffer with, like I, if I look at that, I'll be like, oh, I'm fucked. I just lost because I, I opened the app. So yeah. I, I really, really feel your pain, Wes. I'm with you. Hundred percent. But if but if you but like you just want to the whole time. I, I know. I, I know. All right. Uh, second voicemail from Wes. Let's get this one. Here we go. Hey, Garage Fam. It's Wes. I I left out now on my first call, so I had to uh, bring it up and see what y'all's thoughts are. You know that last page. I was really I was noticing the uh, top fifteen and something kind of came to mind. I was seeing a lot of young guns driving in, in the top 15 and a lot of the veterans in, in the back of the top 15, top 20. I mean, you got, you got your Bowman, you got Larson, you got Blaney. I don't know about Suarez. Uh, you know, that dude's. Gotta give him props. He's getting it done now. But, you know, I get behind some Suarez. But, man, even Busher? Who am I leaving? I don't know about Bell. Bell's still kind of – I don't know yet. I know Chase likes some Bell. I can see why. But he doesn't even know that I used to hate Bell. <laughs> no clue. Breed of racing is, seems to be taking over. I'm curious to know what y'all's thoughts are. Anyway, I'm good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dude, I, I felt from, like, the jump of this year, like, we're going to see a lot more of these younger drivers really, like, starting to make their name. You've had a year to get used to this new, like, new strat- this new way of racing. This Get the car off the truck, get on the track, and go. These young guys, they have so much more at their fingertips with technology. A lot of, more of these younger guys do iRacing. There's all – there's new stuff. Like, you've seen Cars 3 – you know what I mean? Like, like it, it happens. Okay. You, you yeah. want, you... Oh, yeah. Okay. So I pulled up the finishing results after he said that um, you did have Denny and Kyle run fourth and fifth, uh, you know, based off of, you know, their record over their, the course of their career. I mean, that's great, but you'd expect Denny and Kyle and especially how last year went for Denny, you'd be, you'd expect them to be first and second, not fourth. and yeah. fifth. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got a lot of youth up there with Blaney, Larson Bowman running top three. Busher, we touched on him already. Austin Dillon, I don't know if you mentioned Dillon. Uh, Byron in eighth, who's been who's run well all year. Been really good. And then you got Truex and Harvick in ninth and tenth. Newman in 13th. Logano in 15th, an off day for him. Uh, Daniel Suarez, uh, Christopher Bell struggled mightily. Uh, he just bad. Gibbs, Gibbs, Gibbs as a whole was a little off. Um, I think Kyle Busch probably would, could have run top three had he not had a pit road speeding penalty. And Denny's yeah. Denny's kind of just been the staple of being pretty good every race. Just not not winning, but pretty good. Um, right. Daniel Suarez 
was running in the top 10 for the latter half of that race until he got a a pit road speeding penalty. So add him to the equation who should have run top 10. He had a super fast car. The RCR slate, uh, people forget Suarez has RCR funded uh, horsepower essentially. And, you know, Austin Dillon ran six. Tyler Reddick was running fast laps while he was, you know, three laps down after hitting the wall. Um, So yeah, Suarez, you could put him in there running top 10, but yeah, you're right. Uh, With the changes and, and, uh, the dynamic we're dealing with in NASCAR with no practice and no qualifying, I think we're, we're seeing it benefit the, the youth movement. Time comes for us all. And at some point in time, these things happen. So, yeah, that's that. And it's a beautiful thing because now we have to be on our game way harder because we got to figure out. And this year has proven that. So, yeah, good stuff, though, Wes. We appreciate you calling in, man. And we got one more question uh, or one more voicemail uh let's see what this one is i think this one is a question though let's see three off top five favorite underdogs for the cup series at the bristol this week top five cup underdogs yeah so it's who are the top five uh underdogs for the bristol dirt race coming up this week i almost want to wait and answer this like on a, a full video like, I almost just want to, like, make, like, multiple forms of content this week, like, for this race. Because I feel like this is just something big. Like, like we're going to do our DFS preview show, obviously. But, like, it's like th- there's a part of me that kind of wants to wait and talk about it then. Like, give the guy – give, like, our four guys that we like and then, like ha- – and then like, have a segment where we talk about underdogs. Because, like, let, let, let's be real, dude. We can sit here and speculate what we think. But at the end of the day, there's nobody in this industry that just knows like like how like we can know um, who's going to like how Harvick runs well at Atlanta every year. Like we just know that you nobody really knows. But like we have a lot of insight and a lot of statistical stuff to go off of. We ain't got that shit for this race coming up. So everybody's in the same boat, dude. This is this is the lottery we're playing this week. Let's be real. Absolutely. We talked about it. it's just going to be a shit show, but. Uh, who was that? Did he did, did he give a name? What Didn't have it? a name on that one. No. Well, I appreciate the question. Uh, yes. I I definitely appreciate questions like that too. Um, I don't know how often you guys get uh, actual questions about you know going forward races going forward, but because uh, a lot of it's just fun stuff like what Wes talks about and Nighthawk yeah. and and uh, Uncle Dirty Double D, but. Um, maybe without going yeah. too deep into like strategy or like going too deep into like analysis, like just off of the, off of the top. Like I, I know that, 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 uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, like I said, I tweeted out earlier, like, like Harvick has no like dirt really experience. Like he's probably gonna be the guy that comes out of the, of the bat. Like I'll probably throw him in a lineup or something like that just to be wild with it. But I guess, I, I mean, if, you know, if you want to talk about underdogs, uh, it's hard to say because there's a lot of dirt racers in here. Uh, maybe, maybe like, uh, like if we're going from like, I'm going to take it from this standpoint. If we're going from like how things are currently happening in the Cup Series, moving into this race, um, I think Briscoe might be one for me. Uh, and then, who who do you got? So that's a really good one, actually. But yeah. uh, for this weekend, I, I feel like the, the term underdog is kind of subjective. Um, first of all, it's going to be interesting to see how Vegas handles this and even uh, DFS pricing. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious. I don't know what to expect. 
Um, I like the Briscoe one actually, because yeah, he does kind of have a dirt background. He's a winner at the Eldora truck race a few years back, Yeah, but this is, this is a big opportunity for him because, uh, being, having that experience over a lot of these guys and such a terrible start to the season for him, this is a chance for him to even the playing field. So I like Briscoe as an underdog because I think he'll be slept on by Vegas because of his results all year. Um, and I would say Kurt Busch for a guy that's not a big dirt guy. I would say Kurt Busch because uh, just of his raw talent, uh, that guy, he can wheel anything anywhere. And we've seen that, you know, throughout the course of his, of his hall of fame career. I think Kurt Busch is a good one. And it's um, hard to say, cause. Uh, it's he, and to follow you up on that, like, I mean, I don't really think he, he would be an underdog per se. Like, I, I think the thing with underdogs is we got to wait and see how Vegas prices this. We've got to wait and see how DraftKings prices this because I feel like DraftKings are going to go look at, like, who were the really good dirt racers in the Cup Series, and they're going to price them up. Yeah. I feel like that, that's a simple way to look at it. That it, Yeah, you, you might be right with that one. And, I, I you know, I started, started off saying I think the underdog term is kind of subjective. I think regarding Kurt Busch, it's not. I think he's just 100% an underdog because of that no dirt, no dirt. Um, he Every race, you know, no matter where it's at, he, he could come off a second-place finish and the next week at a similar type of racetrack, he'll still be around plus 2,500 to win the race. You know, he wins about one race a year, and, uh, and you know, just where he's at in his career. He wins about one race per year since about 2017, 2018. So he's always he's always an undervalued guy considering his talent and the speed in his race car. So yeah, I think better, Kurt's a better in status too. Maybe but yeah. let's just leave it at two for now. We're gonna. Leave I think that's two. fair. I think that's fair because you got you got a lot of dirt drivers like Ricky Bubba. Uh, but if you think about Stuart it, everybody's Friesen, an like, underdog. Everybody's an underdog. Honestly, yeah, that's a good. That's a very good way to put it. Everybody is an underdog because no one has done this in a Cup Series stock car in 60, 70 years, whatever it's been. You know, and not so, that, but this is the longest dirt race in the history of all time. There's no telling how it's going to go, man. There's no telling how it's going to go. It's going to be wild. I'm so I'm. I, I don't know. I I feel like I was I was just I hadn't really thought about it much up until we started talking about it, and now I'm like uh, hearing some of the calls from Wes and. And uh, like a call we just got and allowing us to kind of converse about it. It's I'm getting excited for it, actually. I want to like, make a really week out of this. For it. I want to make a whole ass week out of it. I'm excited. I'm pumped. Yeah. I, we, dude, we, we, I may just like come over to your house like on 30. Like, Yo, you want to drive to Bristol, bro? Like just, just show up in Bristol. Shit, I would love to, but I would want to be at the race and they fucking sold out. You know, we would, so we would crawl to the top yeah. of the Coliseum and just get binoculars. It's such a great – just a piece of advice for any of you guys and girls listening. It is the best place to watch a race on planet Earth, in my opinion. I've been, been. To Brist- I've been to Bristol multiple times. It is the greatest place to watch a race. I mean, and you'll probably hear that from anybody that's ever been. It is awesome. There's a reason why it's called the last great Coliseum. It's just phenomenal. That's it. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and, uh, and end this show. Atlanta's over. Um, we're going to go roll into the great unknown this week as we get ready for the first ever Bristol dirt race. Again, shout out to Drip Drop. Shout out to the Garage fam for calling. If you want to call in to the show, um, this we, we do voicemails every Monday now. This is a thing. Get used to it. 929-430-GGFS. That's 929-430-4437 if you are Floyd Mayweather. 
So, you know, numbers, you might not know letters. Um, so there's Throw it in that. there again. Throw it in there again. Got Love to. It. Just got to take those jabs. Remember when 50 Cent got him a Harry Potter book? Dude, that was oh, a man. One of the best of all. Good times. Good times. Yeah, Boy, I know, right? Excellent troll move. Divine days. Good good stuff. Um, so, yeah. So, there's that number again. Again, 929-430-GGFS. And uh, if you want to join the Discord, you need to. Why? If you're watching this and you've made it this long and you're still listening or watching, you definitely need to be in the Discord because you are actually Garage Fam. If you've made it this long, you are now Garage Fam because you liked us that much to watch us this far. So hit us up online. You can follow me at Garage Guy Chase. Follow Dale at Dale Tanhart on uh, Twitter and everywhere else in the uh, social media sphere, you can find him. If you don't find him, then he's not there. It's that simple. Um, so hit us up. We'll get you a link to the discord. It's exclusive now, uh, but you just got to ask us for it. So it's not that exclusive. Just ask and you shall receive as God once said. Um, all right. So that's all the time we have. Uh, let's go ready for this race, man. And uh, let's have a hell of a week and we will see you guys soon. Sports profit repeat. We're out of here. Thanks, Garage Fam. We love you. It's the Garage Guys. 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 It's the Garage Guys.